Let's go. We see the hype outside. Right from the house. Uh. Took it straight from outside. Straight to the couch. We put the mic outside. Are we live? Yeah. And we're live. Welcome back to Mescal Moguls. It's your boy, don't scar in your face. Your boy Scarface. And today I got Weechel. What up? We got Jules. What up? And we got a special guest, Rod. Why well, call him Rod? Yeah, Rod. Rod. What, what do you like to Rod. go by? Uh, I don't like my name. That's why I changed <laughs> it. <laughs> so it's Rodrigo, isn't Me it? Me amo Rodrigo Ramirez. My stage name has been Roddy Romita for a while. Oh, oh Roddy uh, Romita. A lot, a lot of people call me Rod. Suavecito. Sometimes, and you do it a lot. A lot of people call me Rigo, and I'm like, it's the ass end of my name. So, <laughs> Rigo? I don't think it's yeah, Rigo. I don't like that. Porque si, si te van a decir Rigo, te tienes que llamar Rigoberto, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, so we've known each other for quite some time now. Uh, exact date, I don't know. But I remember, I think we did meet back in Center CP Partners. Yeah, back in like Center 2005. Partners. For those wondering what there. CP is, it's Center Partners. It was a call center. They had different companies like Quest, uh, T-Mobile. T-Mobile, eventually PlayStation or yeah. Sony. Capital, Capital One. One. Firefly, that's what Yeah, Firefly. Oh, mm-hmm. And they... Uh, there was a welcome center. That's where we used to work at. Yeah. Um, it, they would call in to activate their cell phones. It's, it's weird. They would call in to activate their cell phones. We'd have a whole spiel that you had to read to We'd them. activate. Well, I'll activate your phone. And by the way, do you want internet and home phone and, 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 and it, TV and all this other and you And you remember that internet was like some boo, like bougie-ass internet. It wasn't even. With a Hello? Yeah. Dial type? <laughs> yeah, dude. I remember that. Yeah, so that, that's what we used to do. And that's know? how long ago it was. That was some good times. Though, man i remember all yeah. of us i was fresh out of high school i think you guys were still in high school yeah it was guys, my senior year you guys showed up like at three and i'd been there since like 10 in the morning <laughs> yeah that, that place is wild like just the the amount of people that were I, originally I, I remember i was working at wingers and then from there i got a job at center partners because well his cousin he got me like he told me about that place so i went over and, and got a job there mm-hmm. and yeah and it's just the amount of people you met i met you guys we met ramon we met just countless amount of people there and that's where i got to it meet. started yeah i remember i joined with ishmael and then um husama osama yeah. osama and then i can't remember who else and it was of course editor. I remember that, uh, that Guatemalan kid was talking about brian oh yeah that i remember fool him was always kicking with us and yeah, that was yeah i remember that that was a long time did ago. you ever work at a call center no, no, no it, what was your first job uh landscaping i think oh yeah i remember landscaping and then you went into the the school didn't you like the bar no i did a housekeeping too in jackson oh yeah both mm-hmm. of them were in jackson oh nice yeah we did that whole call center thing it, yeah dude it was highly like it's fun and all but not that one yeah, yeah that, that one that depended what you were doing it yeah, always depends who, on who, who people, do who does something similar but it's a whole different type of well vibe. you're in business yeah. development right? yeah he's been there before yeah. yeah i used to work in, in business BD? development for how long were you there for like two years the okay. thing is, though, I skipped sales and everything. I got hired right into business development because uh, I was such a badass. MIT. <laughs> but that went to my head. And I just showed up drunk every day if I showed up. And so eventually they got they sick gave of that. They gave me the job right to the top. I'm yeah. just going to show up drunk. I remember, like, I'd be in trading and guys would be like, where'd you go to school? And I'd be like, Rigby High School. And they're like, and they would laugh. And they'd be like, no, I mean college. And I'd be like, fuck, college. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, well, since we're already getting into stories, I want to, you know, have people to get to know you a little bit are you originally from you're, you're from roberts or idaho falls i heard yeah, you're from montana I, I was born in montana what? born in Dillon, montana, Shit, montana. Yeah. we live there what are you till... doing here huh? what are you doing my thing <laughs> 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 no we moved here when i was like six because well my family moved here because my um everything's really far away over there and my two older brothers were uh, the elementary school where we lived was kindergarten through eighth grade hmm and my brothers were about to go to high school, so that meant getting up at like five in the morning, catching a bus, <laughs> going to like taking a two-hour bus ride to high school, then coming home, getting home by like six, seven in the evening. Oh heck! My parents were like, "Yeah, well, probably, probably not the best." And so we moved here. We moved to Roberts, and we've been there ever since. Well, my mom still lives there, and so we're all. What age did you move here? I was six. Six. First grade, yeah. Okay, so starting first grade here for a little there you bit. Go. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so you ended up going. You moved to Roberts, so you ended up going to Rigby High School. Yep. And that was the cool thing, like with Center Partners, I think it just took all of us that were kind of that same age group from all these different high schools, and they mm-hmm. were hiring all these 18-year-olds. Yeah, because yeah, this was so like was pretty cool. the very beginning of Facebook. Yeah. So, it was MySpace back yeah, then. Yeah, it was MySpace. That was MySpace, I believe. Uh, so, no, it's, MySpace was pretty big. 
and then Facebook was starting. Start I remember when I was doing the training, somebody there was, uh, I think I know who it was, but I just don't want to say their name, was telling me, hey, are you on Facebook? And I'm like, what the fuck is Facebook? And they're like, it's similar to, to MySpace. And so, I mean, I got on there too. And so that was, so we didn't have that whole like social media. You're mm-hmm. going to see your friends or like communicate with them daily or. And you don't meet people from other schools. It was pretty much just the people in your yeah. school. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this was like pre-social media, how it is now. So that was our <laughs> social media. For real. So huh? many, so many people like in one area. Yeah. Uh, we Like I said, we got to meet so many people that I don't think we would have met if it wasn't for working there. Yeah. Right. Because they, they, they constantly cycle through people and people didn't like the whole uh people would get fired for staying in acw for the longest time mm-hmm. people would uh like myself i didn't get fired though but it's because i was cool with the the supervisors i would just fuck around yeah i remember one time i got in trouble because uh <clears throat> you know how when you're first coming to work you auto in and you're not ready code and you just stay there for and like then an hour or what? yeah so i didn't know so i get up i show up half an hour early to work out of win, I go talk to like Edgar or like you know just people around the, the the floor just walking around, and then I hear everybody's like Julio. It's like what are you doing? I was like uh, just talking to my friends. He's like you know what you're in. I was like well my shift's not even started yet. She said, you're not ready code. I was like yeah and <laughs> you thought you were gonna get paid or what? Yeah well I don't even really get paid until once you actually. Like auto just, in yeah. to take calls. Oh yeah, you get paid as soon as you log in. Dude, pay I think for a whole, I think almost two weeks, I had an extra like half an hour on my check. I didn't know <laughs> every day. I, I didn't know until like I was like, oh shit, oh, I awesome. get paid extra money. <laughs> so, so when you started at, I mean, before Center Partners, you were doing you doing a lot of music, right? Uh, all through high school, did a lot of music. Like we try to start different rock bands with friends and stuff, and and. Uh, after high school, it was harder because, you know, you know, again, it was no social media. So it's like you lost contact with a lot of guys that you knew that jam and stuff. And mm-hmm. but uh, but nobody was really serious to start a band. And that's when me and my younger brother started doing shows, just me and him, just drums and guitar, just doing punk punk music that I would write or covers. And um, it's how it started. Yeah. Started music. And it was kind of like. The big, the, our big inspiration for that was like the White Stripes. You guys know mm, the White Stripes? I heard about it. It was just a drummer and a guitarist. And I told my brother, I was like, it's really hard to get someone that's like down to play and down to gig and stuff. Let's just mm. do it. Yeah, just because your younger brother played the drums, right? Mm-hmm. He went to college where at? He, well, he graduated from ISU. Then he got his master's at uh, in Indiana at the Jacob School of Music. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So he's in Pennsylvania now. He plays trumpet. Oh, really? Is his, is his oh, wow. What made you get into music? I don't know, man. It's weird. Like, I have an uncle who died, and he, when he died, he he was living with us up in Montana. Then he went to Mexico, and he died in a car crash. Left all his stuff, and among those stuff was this old Sears guitar, and it was just always in the house. And my older brother tried playing it. He learned a few chords on it, but kind of left it behind. Now it always, when I was at home by myself, I would take it off the wall and start fiddling around with it. And then it was probably like twelve or thirteen. A friend of mine in school was talking about how he was wanting to start a band, and and he asked me if I knew how to play anything. And I was like, oh, yeah, I have, I have a guitar at home, but I didn't know how to play. <laughs> so we show up to jam, and they very quickly realized I didn't know how to play anything. And But but no one, but, you know, there was it was slim picking, so I started singing. So we knew I was just kind of yelling and stuff. And, yeah. and it was funny, like, we would do songs. He would write the music to him, and we'd take the lyrics out of uh, his mom's old poetry book. There and so go. those were our first songs. And, but yeah, I mean, it went on for years. And then we, me and my brother, me and Bruce started gigging as Big Zeke the Killdozer, which is, everybody asked me what that means right here. Yeah, I was going to bring up, he has a, he has a, a, a skull and the crossbones is actually two guitars. And then it says BZTKD on the bottom and that's Big Zeke the Killdozer. And that's uh, what me and my brother called ourselves. We were playing, it was actually our first real gig and it was out in Roberts at the Mustang. And my at cousin. At the bar over there? It was at the old middle school. That they used uh, to, back then they used to rent it for dances and shows and really? stuff. Okay. And so and my cousin Freddie from Adictos, he's he was doing the sound that night and he was like, I didn't know you guys even played. And I'm like, Yeah, well we just kinda jam. And he's like, Well, I have a couple of guys that are leaving the band, so maybe you guys want to replace them. And now he says that he was actually about to quit the band. Who? Freddie. Really? But because oh, wow. he didn't have any else anyone else to play to play, so he he just had us he took us in and Kind of taught us a lot more, and we just learned a lot more from him, and started playing with him. And I know you've been in a couple of different bands, right? Yeah, because after that, it was when my brother Bruce graduated high school, and he was going to ISU. Mm-hmm. 
So he was going to quit the band because he just wanted to focus on college. And my cousin Jerry, Freddie's brother, he was like, well, he's like, well, I think I'm out too. I'm done. He was mm. just kind of sick of it for a while. So I was like, well, if both of them are leaving, I guess I'll leave. And so <clears throat> Freddie started his own thing, did like a little Durangenta kind of thing for a while. And it was a couple of years later when I started playing with Nobles. Yeah, okay. And I played with them for a couple of years. So you did all those bands. Did you ever take formal classes or did you it was just like it was just all by ear and and teach i guitar i like to think i taught by myself i had a book and i learned out of that and again you know how to read music though not really it's and the thing is it's that kind of goes back to the whole how we're on the cusp of the technology when when uh, when we were kids because it wasn't like i could go online and watch a youtube video i got a book and i learned what i could from that Mm -hmm. and then just started jamming like that and i don't know i was always and my parents, I know, would have backed me up if I would have asked, and I wanted to join band and all that stuff, but but I always felt like we didn't have the money or something. Mm-hmm. My younger brother, he was he took advantage of it, and that's why he's a, that's why he's got his master's in music and everything because he actually asked my parents and told my parents he wanted to do it. So they so so that was further for me. Like, yeah, they probably would have backed me up. So I can't even blame them or anything. But mm-hmm. like, it was something I wanted to do. But I was always like, no, that. And I've, I've, and I've been this mother also. Yo, my younger brother has a, had a little, bit, lot more focus. He wasn't going around kicking everybody's ass and stuff the way I was in school. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I, I might have, if I would have tried to structure it from the beginning, I, I might have left it. I might have been like, oh, screw this. Right. Better stuff to do, but. I mean, at least you learn. There's a yeah. lot. But yeah. And but now it's, it's a lot easier for people now because they can just get on YouTube. And, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And follow along and then learn how to read it. And, and then, But I wish I had, had taken some classes just because. And now, because now a lot of people are always like, hit me up. Hey, you should teach me how to play. I'll pay. And I'm like, I, I, I don't think I can teach because I didn't. I don't know how to, how to run a class because I've never way. been in a class. Yeah. So Not just that. Like, Well, you said that you don't really know how to read the music. So how are you going to teach yeah, about all I could teach is chords. And even then, I do my chords way different because I would just see them on the book and do them how I could on, the th- on with my hand. And I've come to realize a lot of people don't play the way I do. So you mentioned uh, you, you would play with Freddie, and you're currently still playing with the Adictos, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, not still. Like, again, we started a little over a year ago now. Got about a year with him again. Yeah, because uh, you ended up leaving because you got into some trouble. And then... Yeah, yeah, no, have- that was with Nobles. Nobles. I got when I got my felony, um, and I couldn't do bars and stuff. And I was gonna tell the guy from Nobles, hey, you know, like for a while I can't do bars because of probation and stuff. And I was gonna like I had this whole plan pro- to propose to him, but before I could even get that out, he got rid of me, and okay. I I hated his guts for a while. I oh, really? Yeah, I didn't talk to him for years. But then when I started playing with Freddie again, I ran into him because mm-hmm. we you know, play a lot together. You get and. Um, and he actually, he apologized, and I was like, well, that's a pretty stand-up thing to do. He's like, yeah, he's like, because I told him, I'm like, I I don't, it wasn't really against how you, that you fired me, it's the way you did it. He's like, yeah, well, I realized that was kind of messed up, what I did, too, so. Yeah. So we're cool now, but, but yeah, after that, and then my baby was born, and I got a lot of calls during that, like, two years. A lot of calls from different bands that wanted me to play, but I was like, yeah, no, like, I was good at home right now with my kid and with my mm-hmm. baby and stuff. I didn't, and then I was working nights a lot during the week, so I was like, oh, the weekends okay. are pretty sacred right now. And, right. But then mm, a year ago, like a year and a half ago, Freddie hits me up, says, hey, my bass player's leaving. You want to come out and try yourself out? I was like, yeah, sure. And so we've been together again ever so since. So when, when you're out performing, what's your, what's your favorite thing about it? It's just being... It's just a rush. Crew, it's like a high, yeah, you get up there and you... You start going, you start getting all sweaty. People start coming up to uh-huh. the... We always try, me and Bruce, especially because my brother Bruce played with me in Nobles too. Mm-hmm. We always try to bring like that punk rock energy yeah. to the shows. Like, I know you have not just the oh, I, I yeah. can tell like you with your performance. <laughs> <laughs> we, we try to get people up closer and like interacting with us a lot more than other bands. We don't just play a song. And, and then that's Stand something else. And... Yeah, just hear one, two, three, and then finish. No, it's like... And then you'll see that with Adictos. I mean, Freddie's always been a master of just keeping us going on. The, yeah. Like, keep the same beat. Now let's try to improvise this. And a lot of times he won't even... Like, we have a, a monitor and he talks to us right there. Used to, which is easier because when we started, you know, 12, 13 years ago, he'd have to yell at us, hey, you know, mm-hmm. it's done line, line. And you'd mm-hmm. be like, huh? But <laughs> <laughs> now it's right in our ear. He'll go up to the mic and tell us, hey, uh, switch to A minor. and, oh, okay. so, and or, or we're going to do this song next. And, but a lot of times it's not even a song. It's just he gives us a key and then we'll just jam and just start making it up as we go. And 
next day, like 20 minutes later, we're still playing the same jam. <laughs> and it's like, but well, yeah, it gets pretty intense. Well, with those that's good that you guys do that because sometimes there's those bands that they're playing a song, the dance floor is full, people are dancing, loving it, and then they completely change the tempo and yeah. just, you're, you're like, and they kill it. Yeah, and like they kill the vibe, empties out the dance floor, and then, and then you got to try to recover from that. Yeah. And, yeah, we milk it as much as we can. We don't stop until people kind of naturally start leaving the dance floor. That's when yeah. we're like, well... That's what I noticed, too. We like, they're starting a, to get tired. We might as well Like, good music, it you know? a song that you're playing, and yeah. it keeps going, <laughs> and then going. That's Which is good, because, like, that's what you guys are there to do, is, like, have make people have a good time, dance, have fun, and then they'll remember, oh, I remember when Adictos was playing, like, it was a lot of fun, a lot of dancing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so... That that's one thing that every time they're like, oh, I think this is gonna play. I'm like, oh, it's probably gonna be good. It's gonna get good, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Freddie's the master at that. That's why. That's part. Of the, I mean, there was multiple reasons, but when he called me, I wasn't working nights anymore, so I was like, yeah, I could. Like, I'm spending enough time with my kid during the week now, where I can give up, you know, my Saturday nights, and also it was like, the other bands, and no, you know, no shade to these other bands that were hitting me up, but it was like. Adictos is the best band, so yeah, I'll say yes to them. Mm-hmm. And it's oh, cousin, yeah. it's family. So. Right. And then Jerry joined up again, and my mm-hmm. other cousin, so it's like, it kind of feels like old times. We just need oh, my okay. brother back. But, but sometimes working guys. with family, you can also bump heads a lot. Have oh, you guys we ran bump, into that? We bump heads a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yep, yep, exactly. And Freddie, Freddie said that not too long ago to me. He's like, man, he's like, because we were driving home. It was actually, I think, it, I think that was the last gig before the pandemic. It was on February 29th, I remember it, because it was, you know, that 29th. Mm-hmm. And we were in uh, Jackson. We were driving home, and we were all chummies. Like, and then a few days later, he's like, hey, when, on the drive back home, we were, we were like best friends. He's like, but when we were there, you were all mad at me. I was like, since we were working. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't get along at work, but we're like best friends when we're not at work. After work. Do you, do you guys, like, get in arguments when you guys are playing? Uh, not so much when we were playing, just during setup. A lot of times during practice and stuff, but. And it's it's good and bad, I guess, a double-edged sword with family, too, though, because it's like, I know with these, with, especially with Freddie and, and with his brother, it's like, if we can get really mad, but at the end of the day, we're still cousins. We're still mm-hmm. brothers, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I remember, uh, I mean, I even recorded some footage of you, your your, your antics, like, when you're on stage, you, mm-hmm. you're, you're, like, performing, yeah. which is really cool. Was that something you always did, or was it something that, it just you naturally feel like just growing up or you wanted to add that to the addictos yeah to the and not just to the addictos just i think that needs to be added to this to that scene to the baile scene is because most of the bands even if they're really good sometimes especially if they're really good they don't really dance around they don't really get you involved they just go and play their music mm-hmm. and on the other side when we used to do punk shows and stuff you'd see some bands that were musically not very great but they really got your attention. They, they really got yeah. you going. They were doing something. Yeah. yeah, they were doing. They were dancing around. They were jumping out into the crowd. I mean, that's something I started doing with Nobles. We do it with Adicto now too. We all have wireless instruments. We'll jump out. There's always a part of the show where we jump out into the crowd and dance with everybody. <laughs> yeah. And did, did he have anything to say when you first start? Because you, when you're up there performing. You're doing all sorts of stuff in there, like you're grinding your guitar. <laughs> you're, you're, you're like doing all sorts of stuff. Did he at first was he ever like, hey, like you need to chill out on that, or was did he see the response from that? And he's never really told me that, but he there has been times, and it's completely understandable. I think where he's like, hey, on on some songs you start getting into it, but you start losing it up here. You start losing your tempo. Like watch it, and so sometimes like that, but. That and and it's very different. If we're doing about Tiso, I'm not humping my guitar. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> but if it's, but if you're seeing us at a bar, yeah. you know that's where it's all that, whole bar. Going Same down. thing on the mic. We're swearing on the mics and talking shit and being dirty. But then like when we're at like about Tiso or your wedding, it's it's all about yeah, you, know, you, and all about. Yeah, you know where to clean it up. Yeah, and, and even some of the songs like when I was with Nobles, I used to sing. A, I had a number that I sang, and I had like this really dirty version. La tengo chueca, la tengo chueca. <laughs> but at, like at the baptisms, I wouldn't sing it like that. I would sing it like the real words. Oh, so you you adjusted it to your like? Yeah, I just started. You put your own words in it. Yeah, I would just start being all dirty. Oh man! So I have videos of Chuchin, the the accordion player from Nobles, the owner of that group, where the camera would be by me and uh, and I'd be singing and I'd say something like that. That was that it was always that song where it says Mi vieja está bien asustada. Dice que la tengo chueca. And then I'd say, Mi vieja anda bien cagada. And you'd see him just give me this dirty ass look like, Motherfucker, what do you think? 
so um, oh, involved in the whole like I mean it's con- it's kind of like the the nightlife because you're at bars and all oh, sorts yeah. of stuff. What what's some of the craziest stuff you've seen? Ah, man, just honestly, it, before we started playing, I didn't know drug use was so big. No, like here, like in our area, and then especially when we were with No List with me and Bruce. We'd always get, like, guys would be offering us Coke in the bathroom and stuff. Like, really? on our breaks and stuff, they'd be like, oh, wow. hey, yeah, they come back. Like, no, no, I'm good. <laughs> like, thanks, though. <laughs> what the fuck is this? So, I, I know you play different cities, like IF, Pokey, you said Jackson. We go to Boise, we'll go to Jackson. Yeah, what was your favorite, I guess, spot to go, like, city-wise? Probably in the noblest days, like, we'd go all the way out to Billings. Montana? Yeah. Oh, wow. And I think the, the what made it fun, it was they were kind of starved for that kind of entertainment up there. Mm. And you get this really mixed crowd of like Mexican people, but you do get a lot of natives too, oh, and a okay. couple of white people. And it, and there was a, and the venues were always a lot smaller, so it even felt like a punk yeah, band, like a punk show you. a lot of times. It was like at these basements and stuff. Yeah, and that's what made it fun for me. That and it was super far, so it was just fun to like leave for like two days, right? Come back. That's cool. Yeah. So, besides drug use, you didn't have any anything wild happen to you guys? Uh, I don't know. A lot of like. People shooting guns <laughs> next show or fights. See, I've I've heard tell a lot about fight about like guns and stuff. I've never had guns pulled on me, but fights, yeah. And uh, it it keeps coming back to the technology thing. When I when the first time I was with Adicto back then we were Adicto Cuatro, there was a big old fight, and I had my little camera. I had this little camera, and it was before everybody had cameras on their phone. Mm-hmm. And so I got in the habit of oh shit, a fight, grab my camera and go down and record them. <laughs> but then people started coming after like hey, ese pinche morro tiene una cámara. And I'm like fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> and now it's like everybody records the fights, and no one, and no one cares. Yeah, no one cares. Like I could have been the original world star if I hadn't been afraid of getting that's my true. ass kicked. <laughs> that, that's true. That's very really true. <laughs> and then like, you know, just the usual like panties. Like, people like girls throw panties at you. And... Did you ever have somebody wanted to fight you guys? Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, one of the latest shows. It was weird at the. Uh, we were at Tropi, and somebody threw, like, a whole beer can up at the stage. Oh, what? And we didn't, I didn't know what the hell was, I saw it out of the corner of my eye. I see my cousin Jerry just, like, move to the Knocked side, him. and, yeah, and you see all this. I thought the sprinklers came on for a split second. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? But, but no, they threw beer, and so, and Jerry is an angry guy. You guys know Jerry. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's big. He's a big dude, and he's yeah. sitting there with his guitar, and he's yelling at them, like, what the fuck? And so Freddie starts saying, and Freddie's really professional. That is something he's gotten on us a lot, like not swearing too much on the mic and stuff. Mm-hmm. And even him that time was like, que putos, que chingan su madre. He was like, he was getting mad. All right. And so we finished the song and Jerry jumps off the stage oh, <laughs> and he's still got his guitar on and, and there's a crowd starts to me. I tell Freddie, take your recording off. I'm going to take my bass off. I'm like, let's go. And so we jump off and everybody, I think a lot of people were at, well, I know a lot of people afterwards were like, hey, like I've never seen a, like the whole band jump off. I'm like, a lot of people forget that we like, before we started a band, before we started being musicians, we were just always, we were just this crew of friends that were down to fuck anybody up, you know, and mm-hmm. Robertson, Yasufama for a reason, yeah, you know, but, but yeah, and there's, there's things like that. And then like one time with Yuchi and the drunk guy. Uh, kept asking him, bugging him for a song and just super drunk and like ended up hitting him with the mic like on purpose, grabbed the mic stand and hit him in the teeth. Oh. <laughs> she just went back. And so I just went over and I just shoved the guy all the way down to the ground, like made him fly. And even Chuchin's like, dude, you're going to start someone's like, fuck that one. I'm not going to let him hit you. But then his friends picked him up and they were like, oh, we're so sorry. I'm like, ah, Took whatever. Him out. <laughs> like he got, he got the least of it. I was like, I just, I just shoved him. Because he was drunk. If he wouldn't have been drunk, I would have, like, fought him, fought him. I'm like, I just knocked him down. He's drunk. He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, he didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> then you would have just beat up a drunk dude. Yeah, and that's no fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I can't take credit for that. It's not fair fight. Yeah. They're, they're going to say I was fight. fucked up for fucking up a, a drunk guy. I know. Were and, the uh, punk shows, like, earlier in your in your career as crazy as that? No. They're a lot more chiller. Yeah, I mean, the, mm-hmm. the thing about punk rock is you're in the mosh pit and you're hitting each other, but it's all love. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, all uh, love? Hell yeah. And throwing elbows and fucking punching. Fucking <laughs> Yeah, but as soon as I hit you in the face with my elbow and if you fall down, I'm going to help you up. I'm like, After. probably give you a hug and then we'll keep going. Get up, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever, were you ever involved in like the actual, actual mosh pits? Oh yeah, back in the day I could mosh a lot. The last time I tried, I almost died <laughs> from being so winded. <laughs> but, is, is there a, like a technique to moshing like, or just, are you purposely trying to hit people? No, well, see, that's the thing like that, like. 
uh, around that time, those hardcore kids were like doing windmills and stuff. I never got into that. That's not fun. Windmills, <laughs> like windmilling oh. their arms around and, oh, and kicking and stuff. Freaking witches' faces! Like what the fuck? <laughs> the, it was those real hardcore pits. But I was always more into like the punk pit and the ska pit, where it was mostly running around and shoving each other and that. Yeah, kind of stuff. Oh, so that's okay. what I. That's not I so know. bad. Yeah, not like freaking windmills. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> every, every time I hear mosh pit. I think like punching, throwing elbows, like purposely trying to hit somebody. Yeah. Uh, See, and those are the punk rock jocks. Those are the assholes that that aren't even into the music. They just want to go there and kick someone's yeah. ass. And the people that are really into the lifestyle and the music. They're not there to kick someone's ass. Mm-hmm. It might happen, but it's not going to be on purpose. Did you, know? you ever hit somebody? Probably, I think. <laughs> Actually, I, I was at a real big fish show in Utah once and I accidentally hit a little girl in the face. <laughs> not like little girl, like like a child she was probably about 18 probably about my age at the time but just a smaller small girl. yeah <laughs> i was like a little girl first of all first of all where's her parents yeah <laughs> second of all why are you hitting her oh yeah no but it wasn't on purpose but that's the difference and, uh, and when you go to a baile it's it's all peace and love until someone gets hit then everybody gets super violent and yeah. belligerent and yeah, and it's mainly because of alcohol. Yeah, that's, so, that's usually what everybody gets super brave once they're drunk. Or, or so I, I hate fighting. Uh, I don't like fighting at all. So I try to avoid. I, I try to do whatever possible to avoid the fight. Mm-hmm. I remember one time we were at what the fuck is it called Puerto, mm. and uh, we got it was. I think it was me and someone else versus like fifteen other freaking Mexican Jesus. dudes. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, like, they didn't want to fight us, like, because I. They were throwing beer cans at us. I think I still have the video of it. They were throwing like beer bottles. I got that's what fucked me up because I got hit in the head with uh, a beer bottle. Oh damn! And I got hit in the back because the guy tried to break a bottle over my head, and I went like this, like put my hand on my head, and it kind of like broke the the swing you can say, but it still hit the back right here. So it didn't hit you full on force. Yeah, it didn't it hit me full on, but it still left fast, me a big yeah. old knot in the back. Chupiton. Yeah, <laughs> and it's uh, yeah, that, that's why. I, and every time I would go out, there was always somebody arguing, somebody. So that's why I, I, I brought up the whole, like, you probably seen some crazy shit because you're out all the time, like, playing in different games. And at certain places, I mean, you said that was Puerto. That's where it was where they threw the beer can at us. And oh, right was it Puerto? It's certain places are, for whatever reason, hotter than others. Yeah. yeah just, it, it gets hot in there. And then that spot was, I don't know. I got, like, me once or twice with it, but after that, I was like, eh. Yeah, I like going because I like to dance. I like to dance and have fun, and I don't really drink a whole lot. I would have like a shot, and then that was about it. I don't like beer. Beer's nasty, but because I I went because I like dancing. You guys know I like freaking just randomly dancing. That's why I was going. But then it started getting like that. It started getting like people were fighting. People like people went there to fight. Like it was gonna be a fight. Yeah, Uh, a lot of guys I think are like that. They don't go out to have a good time or. To get drunk or to meet a chick or anything, it's like, let's go out and see who we can rumble right. with. Yeah. And for us, just a little have fun. I remember back in the days um, at Espogas when you guys played. Yeah. You and Freddie. They're like, Julio. I was like, what We kept that? yelling out, Julio is me and my <laughs> yeah. brother. They kept doing it. My brother was on drums. And, just, and we, it started out like, Se compa Julio, saludos para Julio. And at the end of the night, we were just randomly yelling, Julio. <laughs> like we weren't even saying I'm here, Jasmine, like, oh, my name. Just shouting his name. Oh, <laughs> But yeah, and and at the risk of sounding really misogynistic, my favorite fights are the girl fights. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because they're like pulling hair, and they and go then, like, they go for it way more. Guys, it's mostly shouting before a punch is thrown. Yeah. Uh, so it happened at Puerto, of course. Uh, <laughs> so that one's I, a hot spot, I'm guessing. <laughs> so I showed up like uh, this was a while back ago. I, I had just showed up, and there was two girls arguing. Uh, I'll, I'll let you know who it was because Julio knows who it is. Uh, I just don't want to put their name out there. So they were. She was arguing with another girl. They started fighting, and then they got separated. The secu- the the girl security separated one of the girls, and then I don't know what she thought. She started fighting the security girl, <laughs> and, and, and the, the the professionalism went out the window with the security guard because she, she started, started fighting back. Bam! And I was like, who's like supposed to jump in now? Like, <laughs> you're fighting the security. Like, what, what are you supposed to do oh, now? Oh like, my god! But. But she was known for fighting a lot, so... Um, I think I remember that story. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember telling you that. And, yeah, that's why that's why I like doing this instead. It kills the vibe, man. Yeah, it kills the vibe. It's fighting. Does, and it's hard to bring it back after that. It is. Yeah. yeah, it just puts you in a different hole, different... Because after that, I was like, I'm, 
I'm leaving. Yeah. And bars, it's, it's easier to come back from it at a bar. But like when that happens, like at a wedding or something, that's like oh, oh shows over. Like, shows yeah, over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different vibe. Mm-hmm. Right? Because imagine it being family, and more family. Yeah, and that's what family. it usually is. And then that's and then that's when they're like, "No, pues, una rebaja, no. You guys didn't finish playing your three hours or whatever it is." It's like well, it's not my fault. <laughs> People can't hold their shit, you know. Yeah. Can you talk about what happened to J C Penny? Oh yeah, I can talk. Okay, about I just I don't want to bring it up, and then so it, it's funny because I remember you working there, mm-hmm. and I, every time we would pass by, like we would like I would say hi, and this is and that. And then I saw you on the news. That was the worst picture ever, too. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Should have got my good side. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't smile because, like, every time I see people smiling on the news on their mugshot, I'm like, look at this cynic. <laughs> cynical motherfucker smiling about what they did. So, I, But then the not smiling made it worse because I looked super thuggish. And I'm like, <laughs> so then the next time I got a, a, a mugshot, I smiled and then... <laughs> And I looked cynical, but at least <laughs> so I, I don't know what the hell to do. So my best advice is just not, just don't get a mugshot. So w- what exactly happened there? What happened was, we, um, you don't say, don't say names. Of, I think a lot of people uh, do this and they won't admit it. I know a lot of people do this and they won't admit it. But you know, Julio's coming through. He's got you know five items. Ring them up for one throw it in the bag mm. and it was that kind of thing and i was doing that here and there for people and my cousin started doing it like i, I kind of taught her how to do it mm. but she was like overdoing it and you can really tell that she was the one that got us pinched too because mm. once it was all over like our charges mine was uh mine was uh, grand felony and they could only pin uh grand theft i mean and they could only pin about two thousand dollars of what I, they could that's what they could prove and that's why i ended up paying she got pinned with fourteen thousand dollars. Oh damn! I'm like, god damn, man, what the hell were you doing? <laughs> god damn! But you know, and but that it was it was rough, but we got over it. I mean, we got caught. They started seeing the trend in the way we were doing it, like on the transactions. Like, okay, there's this five hundred dollar transaction. Then they cancel it, and then there's like a five dollar transaction. What's mm-hmm. going on? Mm-hmm. So they started investigating mm-hmm. for a couple of months. Caught us like that, and so. Did you ever catch wind that they were catching on to you? No. And the, and the thing is, they waited till right after Black Friday. They made us work Black Friday. <laughs> we worked. We we all had to go in on Thanksgiving in the evening. We worked all day, like, and then Friday, we had another shift, and we worked. And then Saturday morning, we all had to go in, and and um, I get there. And they asked me to go to this little office, and I'm like, okay, I didn't think anything of it. Right. And it's like, oh, this person's from corporate, from loss prevention. And I'm still acting like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> but And it was that, and we were in that little room all day. The cop shows up. He's trying to get us to say something, to admit something. But you know, he was a good cop because he let us know right away, like, you're on body cam. You know, anything you can say can be used against you, but, you know, so... You do have the right to remain silent, so I was like, "Well, I ain't saying shit then." Yeah. And so, but my cousin, she ended up giving a little more info than I mean, she pretty much admitted to it. Everything. And so that's yeah. And so I was mm-hmm. like, "Well," and I mean, even the lawyer that I got, he was like, "If she hadn't admitted that, he's like, you had a pretty good chance of getting off." Right. But but even then, that's not the point. I mean, and people ask me a lot now. It's like, "Are you do you regret what you did?" And that kind of stuff. It's like, honestly, it's like it is what it is. I'm not gonna sit here and cry about it. Mm-hmm. We, we it's over i mean we got off pretty light we i ended up doing a couple of years on felony probation i did two weeks in county but i he was really they were really cool about it they're like well i don't want you to lose your job so i give you 90 days to do your 14 days mm. so you can do it on weekends you can oh, take a couple cool. of weeks off of work that's if you don't know, get permission or whatever and so i ended up just doing like weekends until i finished mm-hmm. which if if you're ever in trouble do weekends because it's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to go grocery shopping all the weekend. You don't have to do anything. That's true. So I would just eat a lot on Friday. I would I would work really hard on Friday, so I'd get tired, and I then I'd eat a lot, and then I'd go in on Friday evening and just try to sleep all the way through till Sunday. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know the the you can make deals like that. That you yeah, only serve really, like on the weekends. It's really I th- and I think it's a lot of it is attitude too. Like I'm not a I'm, you know, I'm not gonna sit there and argue with you when I know I'm wrong, especially. So it's like yeah. So we were we helped out with them a lot. We didn't you know and, we didn't give them a hard time. And, 
It almost sounds like detention link from school. Right. It was almost <laughs> like that. And you meet some really interesting people. You learn how I to bet. play a lot of card games. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. Yeah, because I remember in, in middle school, I would say middle school and, uh, yeah, mainly middle school, I would always get like put in detention or I got suspended a few times. And it was kind of fun at the same time, though, huh? Yeah, but uh, it didn't feel like jail. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and I got to also pick and choose like when I want to serve like the outside and like... I had to do like clean some shit too. Community service, or like what? for the school. Oh, hmm. and uh, yeah, the, the only time I actually did get in big trouble in middle school, it wasn't even my fault. <laughs> so what happened? So what, what happened was, uh, I went to the dentist right. Uh, all through middle school, since I have a cleft palate, I was in and out of the dentist all the time. I had appointments all the time. I had to get my braces tweaked. I had braces for like I think it was almost seven years for a while, huh? for a long time, just because of my cleft palate and my teeth, my jaws and my teeth kept moving. So I had a dentist appointment. I went to that, and of course it didn't help that that was during my my thug days. So I was looking like a cholo. <laughs> uh, so I I had PE at that hour. Went in, and my buddy was in there. Uh, I'm not gonna say his name. White guy. I went to high school or middle school with him. Uh, I used to hang out with him a lot. He lived down the street from where my parents live in the apartments. I would always hang out with him. And so he was in, he he was showing me how to open the lockers. If you just pull them like a a certain way, they pop open. Yeah, Ah. because it's just a little piece of sheet metal that kind of bends. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it pops right out. Yeah, so they pop like wide open. And he he wanted me, he's like, you want anything? I was like, no, I'm good, man. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what I was like, no, I'm good. Like he was taking a bunch of stuff. And then he's like, hey, can you, like, hold some of this stuff for me? And, like, uh, I'll, I'll pick it up later. And I'm like, yeah, cool, whatever. And so I was just holding on to it. And then he ended up getting caught. Uh, and, but of course. Then, the and no, and then he said it was me that uh, was doing it. Uh, they're like, check his, shitty they're, person, they're like, check his locker. And they a bunch of CDs and stuff were in there. <laughs> CDs? Yeah, well, that was, that was during the CDs <laughs> yeah, days. I, I CD play CDs. I'm just saying, not <laughs> like, oh, there's CDs. I'm saying, like, just for CDs. Like, oh, it who was, has CDs? He, he kept the cash and stuff, all all that stuff that he did find, but yeah. all that stuff he wanted me to hold for some... I don't know why. And I was, probably for that. Probably in case he fell. Exactly. Maybe. Probably. It's funny, after that, he changed schools. He, he just... Because I wanted to beat the shit out of him. Oh, I bet. He, he changed schools. He, he actually moved from where he lived. Well, it's just fucked up. You know, you don't do that. Yeah, because that, that was the time where I had to go... Uh, they gave me the option of... Because I had to admit to it. Um, there's nothing I can do. Like, the shit's in my locker. Like, and you're gonna sound stupid as hell. Oh, well, I was holding it for a friend. Yeah, it's like that's what and, they all any, fucking say. Yeah, anyone, I like, watched cops. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're gonna say anyone will say that, and I'm yeah. like, so I had to take the fall for that. I that's when I did serve. I think it was almost a couple weeks at three B, just because it was a lot of stuff that he took and a lot of stuff that wasn't a, being a, couldn't recover. Like whatever, like the CDs and whatever was in my locker, I could give back. And then there was like a certain amount that I had to pay. Because uh, uh, of the stuff that he, the guy was missing, or one of the guys. Well, overall, it was a bunch of different. So you markers. got some like fines and restitution. To yeah, and then it. I had to do three B, and then I got in school suspension, and then yeah, they really went all out on you over here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's probably because I looked like a thug too. Yeah, yeah, yeah see, that you were bald, right? Yeah, bald, yeah, and yeah, all baggy clothes. Yeah, that was during those days those, uh, too. Solos, those. He's had a couple of solo jeans. Yeah, yeah, and then I, that's in middle school is when I first got introduced to weed. I didn't smoke it, but my buddy had it on him, uh-huh. and he had it. This was like when you were trying to do anything to hide it. So on the sole of his shoe, he had like uh, the thicker soles. Mm-hmm. He cut a little piece he, <laughs> piece out on the it. side. He carved into it. He put his weed in there, and then put the piece back on. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember he showed up. He said, "Hey, bro, you want some?" And, and like he grabs the shoe, pulls it out. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Teach me how to do that. You know what he should have done is on the other side of the f- shoe, drilled a hole that got all the way to the compartment, and then used his shoe as a pipe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Imagine that. Imagine that's how I got introduced to. Freaking- He's like, take a hit, hands you a Chuck Taylor. And you're- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was. Oh man. Th- that's also when I knew. That life wasn't for me, like the getting in trouble life, because mm-hmm. yeah. I fucking hated it. Like I felt like uh, at that time, my parents took my bike away. <laughs> oh no! Uh, and, and it was one that, that's rough. And it was one that they had just bought me. It was like a nice BMX uh, bike, a nice with the, one with huh? the pegs and everything. A huffy one or something. Yeah, I, I forgot the. 
brand. I think it was Haro. Oh, Haro? That's a pretty good brand. Yeah, it was an expensive, like, BMX bike. And I had just gotten it. They're like, we're taking it away. And I was like, no. no. <laughs> My life is over. Uh, that's when you start going to your hair out as soon as that. <laughs> so, yeah. A- a- after that is when I started, uh, like, kind of, we mentioned it in the Troy podcast. I started changing the way I was, like. Playing church ball? Started playing more church ball. Started changing the way I dressed because I, I was still bald for a little while, but then I was like, I don't like that shit. So mm-hmm. I ended up not being a cholo. Mm-hmm. I chose the the good life. Yeah, over thug life. The, the over thug life. Yeah. <laughs> the, during those weekends, when I was doing uh, my jail on the weekends, that's when I met Jesus Christ. Like I'm a guy named Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Oh, it's like there's a guy named Jesus I think, Christ there? No, no. But there no, was a guy named Jesus. There was a guy named Jesus. He's the one that fired me from Nobles. His name's Jesus. From. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Why did you end up leaving, uh, since we're speaking, fired, uh, Center Partners? Uh, five, like five and, a years, five and a half years went by, and they just. What was their real reason? Their was excuse, it when they went I guess. to a different apartment? No, it was fired because this lady that oh, worked shit, I didn't there know you got fired. I've, I've never quit a job <laughs> <laughs> i was forced not, to leave i'm not a i'm not a quitter i usually find other ways to get out of it it's like i don't way quit. out it's like they, they force me to leave sometimes though. usually they usually escort me out too no but she was like she wasn't a supervisor she was a data specialist was her title mm. and she was like hey she kept telling i was talking to my supervisor actually and she kept saying get to work get to work and i was like and I said, uh, I said, hey, well, I don't take orders from data specialists. And she got super offended, went and cried about it. They fired me over that. <laughs> and then when they were firing me, that's what I told them. Like, that's what you're firing me for? I'm like, you're not firing me for the time I was worked all day with my shirt off. You're not going <laughs> to fire me for the times that we've been drunk in here. You're not going to fire me for all the people I've told the fuck off. You're going to fire me because she cried. I'm like, all right, whatever. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember before JC Penny, you had a different job in the mall working at the Marcos. At the Marcos. That was a managed, pretty dope store because I, I know the they had some pretty good clothes and yeah. you were stylish, you know. I feel like I could have saved the Marcos if I had started managing it earlier, but I kind of managed it just at the end when it was already going downhill. Uh, but we what that store needed was just to get newer stuff in because yeah. i mean it was fly it stuff. was all it was, like old it was more like it and it looked super 90s there was a yeah. few jackets and i still have a lot of the jackets like i have like a 500 dollar uh tweed jacket that i mm-hmm. got from there for cheap at the end because rob the owner was like yeah go ahead he's like give me 20 bucks and it's yours what? and i'm like yeah so i have a lot of cool jackets like that and stuff and right after that's when i went to business development so i already had like oh, all the, okay all I the all nice the, clothes i had the nicest suits the nicest jackets the jackets and the ties. ties i had a ton of ties so the reason you stopped there was because because it shut down because shut that's down. see because even there i didn't quit i left on good terms but yeah i remember that store uh they did have some nice stuff but it was all like, super it's like expensive. older man it was expensive and he never wanted to cycle through it like it it, it's like okay this is last year's stuff mark it down get it out of here get new stuff in he'd Mm. always leave those like for the same 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 prices Mm. it's like it's like if they didn't buy it for 200 bucks when it was new they're not gonna buy it for 200 bucks when it's a couple seasons old yeah did he have other businesses no he just had all the stores his dad was the one that started the stores and and uh we went it was we went and shut the one out and uh in Billings, I think, in Montana. He had one in Casper. He had one in Las Vegas for a while. Oh, wow. And then we were the very last one to shut down. At one. the end, we had all the stuff from the Billings story. It was me. He took me and Oscar out to Billings. Oscar was there? I yeah, I hired him. And we uh, unloaded the whole story. Like, it was funny, too, because he's like, we get there. He's like, all right, guys, it's in and out. He's like, just grab everything. He's like, the truck is big enough to where you don't need really need to worry about anything. Just throw it in. Because he was leaving the mall without telling them he was leaving the mall. So it was just this covert operation of just grab this shit and leave. And so we start, we just start grabbing shit, like not even folding the clothes, just grabbing full racks of clothes and throwing them in the U-Haul. And uh, so we do that and we're done within like an hour and a half, two hours. And he like, and he went to do something and he came back and he's like, you guys are about done, huh? He's like, I thought we were going to be here until like five in the afternoon. I was like, Rob, you bring a couple of white boys with you. That would you would have been here all fucking night. Because like you told me and Oscar not to talk, not to fuck around. We didn't. We just fucking loaded up. Let's get. Did what we did. But yeah, I know. But that that was a really fun time back then too, especially managing it. 
Yeah, I completely forgot about that story. And it sounds like that guy didn't know much about business because yeah. maybe the dad did. Yeah, that's what it was. His but, dad was the vision. But not the son because it. how are you not going to cycle through clothing? Mm-hmm. Like, take whatever profits you can when you first get the new shipment of like whatever. Mm-hmm. And then if whatever doesn't sell, mark it down. Make your money back. You'll make a little bit of profit, but you'll be able to get like new mm-hmm. stuff in and keep people coming in and cycling through. And clothes. we were start we were when we shut down, we were starting to do a lot more women's clothes too and stuff like that. Oh too. yeah, and getting cheap a couple cheaper lines, not cheaper, just not as expensive lines mm-hmm. in and stuff. And and so I think we could have done something, but it was way too late by the time I started managing it. And the thing is, and it's like nothing about Rob; like he's the coolest fucking guy ever, but he was more lifestyle than he was business. Yeah, I was going to ask you, I know, back to, like, music and, you know, family, having a daughter. Um, how about your daughter? Into music, too, or anything you want to get her into? Well, she's only four, but I can already tell. I mean, she's always really happy to tell everybody that I go play, that, uh-huh. I, that I'm out on a gig. In a gig. And then she she has a lot. Of, she has her little guitar. She has her little... I gave her my... I have a little uh, melodica that she plays with Melodion. Oh, okay. Little, that little keyboard you, you blow into, and... And she does a lot of that, and, and, she, and she's going, she always goes around singing and stuff. And so, like, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to say I'm not, I, I don't hope, I really hope she does. Right. But I'm not going to push her to it either. Uh, you if know, she like, wants to, she wants if to. If she wants to, and, and I've already told her, and like, it's already started to where she'll go in and like start touching my guitar. She'll knock one over and freak out a little bit. I'm like, it's cool. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I'd rather you break my stuff because you're interested in it than not to ever nah, touch it so right yeah you better i mean she probably knows you hit a little girl before so <laughs> <laughs> that's when she gets scared <laughs> like he might hit me he's hit him before yeah i've done it before i, I, I wish my parents uh got me into music yeah uh even if it was by because now i want to learn how to like play the piano because mm-hmm. that interests me it's just i don't have the time yeah you know to sit down and actually learn that i also want to learn portuguese but mm. Finding the time, that's the hard part. I find if you get really drunk and start speaking Spanish, that usually is Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's some similarities, but... No. Nah. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I took a few classes, so I know. Yeah. Somewhat. Yeah. But I know you have a YouTube channel too, man, right? Uh, Chicano and Cars getting Chicano getting ta- and Cars getting, 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 getting tacos. What, what like, happened to it? How come you're not... Or is it? I was actually also, we were. I have two, but it's like I want to get a bunch of them before I start releasing them. And I got, I have two kind of ready to go for the second season. Uh-huh. But then the pandemic hit. Yeah, like you know, it's really hard to get people to get out mm-hmm. and stuff. Like it's hard to plan these kind of things, you know, mm-hmm. as it is. And it's even harder now when some people might not really want to go out and stuff. And so that's so that's just kind of on hold. And then we have the lost episode because I did the one with Edgar, I did the one with Julio, and the one with Julio we fucked up on the camera. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and so we only have like half an episode, it, it, it and it's, was, the, it's the uninteresting half of the episode. So it's just kind it of was the there. the time lapse version. Yeah. Like, it's oh. just the, it, it was just the time lapse of them coming back. <laughs> <laughs> that's when we had all the good conversations about like I think we talked about going to Lagoon and like uh-huh. doing that stuff. Because yeah, I mean. I remember on Edgar's, we did yours with Edgar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was recording and we yeah. were driving. And bro, I think coming, like leaving the, the spot, going to back to the parking lot, back to Ross. Yeah, we were on hit. And you're like, dude. I forgot I hit the record button. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, it wasn't, it was just the like B-roll stuff. Yeah, like, just the B-roll get stuff. Get yeah. in your car and stuff. I was like, God still, damn. <laughs> the whole time you thought your, your arm was probably tired and for nothing. So I was I'm like, I'm getting the good Yeah, he's, he's probably like, he's man, hanging I'm out, killing it right now. He's hanging Ooh. out the door. His head's money whizzing right by the here, Money shot right here. <laughs> and then like, we almost get there. Oh, shit. I forgot to hit record. Yeah, he's like, oh, <laughs> that's dude, a bad I feeling. Like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad feeling yeah but i want to do more and i call, i want to do with with, with reach and, mm-hmm. and start doing more and more but just kind of on hold right now and i was doing just kind of little review videos just to especially when we were in quarantine because i didn't stop working but i stopped working my second job for the quarantine and i wasn't doing anything on weekends so i was home a lot more than usual so. oh okay but but it's there check it out look for it it's roddy tv on youtube um but yeah, I mean, I'm, that's inspired I'm by a, a Netflix by, show, right? By it was uh, uh, by the Jerry coffee, Seinfeld, yeah. uh, comedians and cars getting coffee. There you go. And the thing is, uh, the first time we did it, it was me and my friend Brian. We watched that show when it first came out. He Jerry Seinfeld brought it out just on his own website, just kind of independent, I think. Mm-hmm. And we'd watched all that, and then Netflix picked it up a couple years later, and so we were kind of hyped about it. Hey, like, hey, that they're going to do more of that show, and. Um, he picked me up to get food one day, and I just started recording. Just doing it. And people liked it, so I'm like, oh, I'll do more. I remembered Oscar's episode. 
uh-huh. the intro. It was short and Corvette. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the Corvette. The Corvette. You're like, yeah, today we're going to have a Corvette, blah, blah, blah. And then like, you get in the car with a Honda Civic. <laughs> but here's Oscar's car. It's an old Civic. And I want to do another one. And then, and then I did the one with Lily. Mm-hmm. And, oh, that's uh, right. With her old car. Yeah. So now we, she's the one of the ones that we have now. The, the one that I have made now is with her new car. Uh-huh. And so we kind of... Oh, you did another one with Lily? Yeah. Uh, can you uh, message the producers and ask them why they haven't asked me to be on again? <laughs> I'll let them know. I'll tell them to listen to this. No, yeah. And when Lily did this show, she hit me up like the next day, like texting me right away. She's like, hey, we need to start a podcast. I'm like, dude, I've been telling you we should do like a podcast or radio show with you and I for the longest time because uh-huh. we have a good banter. I always told her, I'm like, I'd be like Howard Stern and she'd be like, uh, <laughs> what's that girl's name? Howard's, Howard's friend. Oh, I have no idea. Howard's friend. The black lady. I've seen the. Sh- uh-huh. I, I can't remember her name. Like she would always like add commentary yeah, to what. Yeah, and that's were... what I. That's what oh, we always okay. say. Because I don't know. And for the people out there that don't know, Lily's a really close friend of mine, and it's Julio's. Fiance. Julio's fiance. Julio's a woman. My girl. Yeah. So yeah, we did Lily. Also, go listen to that one if you guys haven't heard it. Listen to that. Helica Mata too. Like the the both of them are really close friends of mine, and so and then and then I listened to the one with. Uh, um, with the barber, what's his name? Troy. Yeah, Troy. And that one was really, really, really cool, really inspiring. And I, that's why. And I told Edgar, I'm like, man, I got some hard acts to follow. I <laughs> wish I would have been like the first guy on there. So I like know they've all done so much. And and I went was... to jail for a couple weekends. <laughs> what was that one? <laughs> no, I know you went to school was like you know Angelica and Lily and yeah. ICU and Oscar. So. I heard they want to be wanted to be a teacher at first. At first, yeah, and then you start realizing what like, happened. Kind of like I, wasn't I don't really have the, I don't really have the patience to be a teacher. No? as it turns out, yeah. Was it I was, grade level or just kind of? I was a substitute for the longest time because oh, okay. Jefferson they just needed you to be twenty years that, old. That's why you didn't have that's the patience. It. You were a substitute. They get the most shit. No, but substitute <laughs> was fun though. It was that's it, especially especially it was because I was young though. It was easier because I was young. okay. So it was more like. I mean, I was only 20 years old, and I was high, I was doing subbing at the high school. My brother was still in high school, and we'd just hang out all day. <laughs> <laughs> and there was one time with a oh, say, so what what class you got? <laughs> He'd get out of all his classes. I'd write him a note. <laughs> and uh, but no, but uh, the, the principal walks in, and everybody's just kind of milling around. He's like, "Hey, where's the, where's Mrs. Whatever?" And I was like, "Oh, she's off today." He's like, okay, so is there a substitute? I was like, yeah, that's me. Right and he's like, huh. he's like, laugh. He's like, no, really. I'm like, no, for real. Like, he wouldn't believe me. He thought I was a student. So oh, then after that, like, every time I did high school, I would, like, go in with a tie and, like, shirt and tie. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, I got to set myself apart from the rest of these guys. <laughs> and then, but I knew I wanted to do a higher level of school because I started subbing um, elementary schools, too, and I got in trouble one time at, for that because... Uh, it was at the school, elementary school that where I went to elementary school, and they said Mrs. something to the office or something. And I was like, Mrs. whatever her name is still here. I was like, is she still like really mean? And like I started talking crap about all these teachers to these little kids. These little kids go home and tell their parents. Their parents oh, call the school yeah. board. Superintendent calls me and he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I know. He's like, it probably wasn't anything too bad. He's like, but I, I think it's a good idea if you just sub like high school grades now where you can. <laughs> Where they're not gonna go home and tell their parents yeah, every little real. thing. Yeah, because like, oh, right. yeah, that's how kids are. They're like super honest. Like, yeah, and it sucks too because like in if you're subbing high school, maybe your first period was maybe kind of rough. Kids didn't like didn't listen, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you got a whole other chance next period and another chance yeah. next period. But you go into sub for uh, like first grade. And all if they day. hate you from eight in the morning, they're gonna hate you at fucking three <laughs> p.m. Yep. too. All day. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you you did some substitute. Teaching. Yeah, I did that for a while. It was good. It was all right. Fifty bucks a day, and it, I started doing it because at Center Partners, I usually had at least one day off during the week, uh-huh. so I would take that day. And, and that's when you found out that you didn't have the patience for. Mm, yeah, I guess kind of started fading, and and then when I was in college, I just I just didn't do well at all. It's like I thought it would be. The thing is, growing up, everybody thought I was really smart, but it was like, no, I'm just really blind. Like I just have, I just because I wear glasses doesn't mean I'm smart, you know what I mean? But, but like my oldest brother, he's really smart. He finished college, and he he's and my youngest brother finished college. He has his masters, uh, but me and my other brother in the middle, we we just didn't feel like it was for us. 
Uh-huh. And I think I think that's something. I mean, education is really important, and if you're good at it, and if you can do something, but you also need to start pushing. Like, find what you're good at, yeah, and what you can do with it, and what you're going to be happy doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, I could have toughed it out, and I'd be a teacher right now, and I probably wouldn't be happy. Yeah, no, I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. you would just hated your job. Yeah, how I hated Challenger, and I'd feel a lot more tied to it because well, I went to school for this, so I can't quit. Yeah, all that money that you invested and time and. Yeah. Yeah, so now you're like, well, I'm stuck. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't finish school, but that's how I met Lily, and that's how I met Angelica and Oscar, a lot of those guys. Mm-hmm. So I remember we used to hang out together at your old apartment. Oh, yeah. That drinking prop, and, you know. That apartment was the... Damn. <laughs> at first, it was sketch out because it was, like, small and then, you know, all close to each other, but... Yeah. <laughs> but everybody there was doing the same thing. Were you there the night? I think maybe it was just Lily and her sister were there. And we were just drinking, and like this, and we had, it was during the middle of summer, so we had the door open. Like the the neighbor just walks in, like it's her house. To your apartment. Ah, it's been such a rough day. I just grab a drink. I'm like, yes. and so she just like grabs a glass, pours herself a whiskey, talks for a while. She's like, well, I'll see you guys later. We're like, well, that was crazy. Oh, what the? No, I wasn't there. That's awesome. Though. Good for her though. Like the next morning, I wake up and I go outside. She left my glass on my stoop right there, right by my door. I'm like, oh, she brought my glass back. Oh man, <laughs> hey, that's that would be weird. That's a rough day to just walk up to your neighbor. Like I'm just gonna have a drink. But yeah, those were fun times, and they were always there. It was always Lily and Brenda and Oscar and uh-huh. Marissa would go a lot of times, and but it was a it was that fun. Was fun. Times. That and was you like, like nature liquor store too, man. You're like right there. Yeah, it was right there, and that was the thing. I've never, I never really liked house parties and stuff. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, like when I first started hanging out with those guys with, with Lily and and them, a lot of times on weekends they'd be like, "Hey, let's go to this party." And be like, oh, "I don't really feel like it." And they'd mm-hmm. be like, and finally it was to, uh, that's what started. I was like, "Just come over and we'll hang out here, like watch TV and drink." And you guys, have you played lately? After uh... not since I think that was the last one it was February 29th and in Jackson. And, yeah, and I think for now the decision at least you know i mean it can change but i think we're not going to really be taking on too much at least for the rest of the year just to kind of it's like i mean a lot of you saw what happens things that. started doing it and right away started closing down again so it's like yeah. i really want to be part of that so yeah because uh it's another spike yeah. and people are getting sick again mm-hmm. and now we have to wear masks which is mandatory we talked a little bit about that yesterday how weird it is just I forgot all about that right now. On the way here, I stopped by Maverick and walked in. Everybody had a mask except me, and I'm like, oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and and it's weird because, like, now it's something that you have to carry with you daily. Kind of of like your phone. We were talking about it yesterday. You have to carry a mask, which is... Yeah. It's it's some weird times. I have a mask. They gave us masks at work and stuff, and so that's what I've been using. Does they challenge your palette on it? No, I wish they would. But yes, palette on it? They should, huh? (laughs) (laughs) In the front. We have some from Tops. Uh, has the top logo on the front, and then I have like two other ones too yeah. as well. At work, we're at Challenger. Edgar's dad is my boss, uh-huh. and fucking people think that he gives me special treatment because I'm. Oh Edgar's yeah, friend. I remember that. He's like one time he's like uh, we won't say their name, but he's like yeah he thinks he, uh, I get special treatment because you're my friend. And I'm like. Like, I don't even get special treatment, <laughs> but everyone thought I would get special treatment because he was my dad. dad right? Well, and that was the first year he has me working outside a lot. Yeah. And it was right dead of winter working outside. It's like 10 below and I have to work outside. Oh, shit. And then this fool has the balls to come up and he's like, es que a ti si te quiero el viejo porque eres amigo de Esgar. And I'm like, motherfucker, pues dile que no me quiera tanto. And I've been outside all fucking day. No, and then, uh, and then my little brother started working there too. And yeah, then he's yeah. like, then he's like, uh, that you're friends with him too and or something like that or you're like no i told him because he was talking to your brother and i was like oh i see what you're doing motherfucker (laughs) 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 trying to get be friendly with this and if anything i think he's your dad's always been a lot harder on all of you guys oh yeah it's just the thing like he can because you're his kids yeah Mm. because like if i wouldn't do something that he didn't like like on the pallets he would come over and be like you have to do it like but he wouldn't be like hey he wouldn't no he wouldn't be like hey like Right like he does with it. me. Like he comes with me and he tells me, hey, hey, mira esto, you have to do this and this. Like more professional. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he bitched you out pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I've seen like, him bitch out your brothers before too. Yeah, he's like, like, you see this? You're yeah. not supposed to be doing this. He's like, I'm not going to put you here. Like yelling. Like, yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> and you can't really say anything. And you're like, all right, all right. But uh, which is good because it made me, it got me to the point where, uh, which I pride myself. I've never had pallets returned. Uh, the guy in the afternoon when I was still there. When he was fixing, 
that's when pallets started getting returned mm-hmm. and uh yeah i was like don't put that shit on me because they uh he's like look, look at these look at these i'm like i didn't fix those i was like i would have never let that pass yeah you repaired them right yeah i repaired them for okay that's what i well since you left i started doing a lot of that too yeah is, is that what you do mainly now i was for, it's kind of on and off like it'll be like i'll be there for like a whole week mm-hmm. and then like the next week i won't do it at all i can't believe i did it for so long yeah. for years huh like doing that job exactly for like 12 years so that nail gun, how heavy is it? Like it's, it's about it's ten pounds. They actually weighed it. The OSHA guys came in with a thing, and I was, and I was like, let me guess. I was like ten pounds. They're like, yeah, ten point three. Yeah, I usually I was take. Like, I knew it. I, I never knew. I would always say ten to fifteen pounds mm-hmm. because that's what it felt like. Yeah, and the first days were killer. Like after, right after you oh, quit, yeah. he had me on there all the time, and your wrist Christ, starts yeah. hurting. Like your elbow. and now I'm used to it, and it's just you get used to. That's it. That's where I, like they've gone killer. down a lot. I had this. Uh, it's like a callus you can say right here right here it's gone down a lot yeah like, since i stopped working there uh which i love my new job yeah new job i listen to that um podcast a lot too especially when i'm on repair when i'm certain and stuff i usually um, listen to music or when i'm stacking wood but when i'm on repair is when i listen to a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. yeah yeah because you you've been up to date with the tops ones too yeah yeah he's always like messaging me stuff or uh, knows what's going on. Yeah. Check that podcast out. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, these past few episodes too, I've been on it more too. So and then check yeah, this podcast out. Yeah, check this podcast out. Especially it's called Mesla of Moguls. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, we've been going for a while. I actually got an appointment here. It's good to wrap. Yeah. So I mean, we'll definitely have you on again. Oh, before we close, I wanted to ask you something about yeah. your studio. Yeah. Um, would you be down to film a porno in here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have a couch out there. So I'm open to ideas. <laughs> it's like I'm you open the to whole ideas. Set up, camera. Is that, as soon as I walked in here, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I thought it was like a casting couch. I'm like, what did I get myself into? Man? He, he's saying that because I'm going to shoot some headshots later for some doctors. He's got cameras. I got he's cameras. Got this black up. couch right here. <laughs> got some camera set up, the lights, the vibe, everything going. He's got this bottle of lube. <laughs> Don't tell him what I have. <laughs> I got the mic over there in the corner, or is it a mic? (laughs) (laughs) That's big, too. I thought it was a fire extinguisher. (laughs) But I want to thank you for being on. Uh, I had a good time. It's a great conversation. I hope to come back soon because I feel like we got more stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah. Just uh, even later on, maybe we can get, like, multiple people that you grew up with because then just stories start. Yeah, we should get the group in here. Yeah, I think that would be pretty cool. It would be fun. Uh, yeah, and follow the group too on uh, on Instagram and Facebook. I think on on Instagram, I think it's just Grupo Adictos Oficial. Adictos with a K. Why is that? Like, why do we all think it's so cool to use a K? Like Scarface Adictos. I did it because uh, copyright issues um. and because the other Scarface was taken. You know, we did <laughs> we did this thing uh, for the state of Idaho where they were doing it, like the Commission of Arts, and they came out to interview us. And they were asking us, like, and one of the questions they asked my two cousins, like, how did you come up with the name Adictos? And Jerry gave this big elaborate answer about how it's because, you know, it's this feeling where music gives you this rush and we just feel like we can't stop doing it. And then Freddie's like, well, when we were started, we were addicted to drugs, mostly meth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And he's like, oh. That's a way better answer. That's the answer I would give. Be like, I was just addicted to meth, and oh my. Which I don't know how true it was, but it was funny. <laughs> yeah, but that's why I chose the K because copyright issues. Because uh, mm-hmm. obviously, there's the movie Scarface, right? Yeah. And then if you have to change it up, and that's why I put the K. And the other, uh, the the way you spell it out, or the way I spell it out, with the X in the middle. Mm-hmm. That Scarface was taken, so I had. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. So I had to, I had to do something. So I put a K. Switch it up. Yeah, yeah. But, but follow yeah. that follow group. I yeah, think I think those they they put put out some like bomb ass music. Mm. So you guys need to make more of your guys's own. That's like, what we're trying to do, especially now where we have the downtime. Try yeah, to record, you guys have the time record now. more and. Yeah, for real. It can be like a intro for the podcast, bro. That's not bad. Yeah, my head. Ah, there you go. Yeah, because uh, my my cousin, he's also gonna uh, shout out to Fernando. He listens to to the music or the podcast all the time. He's gonna try to attempt to. He he's the the one that's a rapper. He lives out. Mm-hmm. In, he's actually really good. So those people are like, oh, he's a rapper. No, he's a really good rapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's gonna try to do an intro for the podcast. So I'm excited that's, for that. Well, man, he can do the outro. 
Yeah. You can do the outro. There you, go. you should just you should write like one song and have multiple artists do it, and then, oh, just, and then just kind of cycle oh, yeah. in different yeah. styles. Different versions, yeah, yeah, in different styles and that'd different artists, and then just kind of use that. That'd be dope. That's that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna tell him, or I think I'm gonna see what he comes up with. And then we'll try to do something and similar, kind of like there. have like uh, the banda version, have like mm-hmm. you know the cumbia the version, have like the mm-hmm. rock version, punk rock version. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be dope. It just depends on the on, on the guest. Yeah, which that'd intro, be good too. which intro we go for. To have, yeah, like I think that would sick. be fun. But yeah, I'll, I'll reach out to Freddie. That way we can get everybody. Yeah, hit him up and we'll try. Because I'm pretty sure well, he's doing. He's doing. He's been doing music longer than you, right? Yeah, he's. So he, I'm pretty sure he's ran into some crazy shit too as well, and like they're in yeah. his. His uh, addic- early, addicted early career, and he, and even before that, he was playing. He was playing drums when he was like, I think, like nine or. Yeah. Oh, really? He knows a lot of instruments too, mm-hmm. which he, he's pretty talented. Which is why he's a good band leader because he can tell each of us, "Hey, you know, try this or try that." Uh-huh. Not blow smoke out of his ears. <laughs> Not blow smoke. In. <laughs> Not know what he's talking about. Yeah, no, he's a he's a real good guy, and so yeah, hit him up, and maybe we can get the whole group in here. And I think that would be fun. pretty fun. I mean, that'd be fun. Get you guys the stories. Mm-hmm. But anyways, like I said, thanks for coming in. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. That was fun. We'll have to do it again. And thank you guys for listening and tune in to the next one. We'll see you guys later. Laters. Did you say bye, Rigo? I'm waiting. I was about to, and then then I felt like it was too late, so then I just drank my drink. Now it's too late. Now it's awkwardly. Now it's awkward. Well, anyways, I guess we'll uh, see you next time. Bitches beat it with that Photoshop and body Adobe. Help me, she in there making panini. She know I got all her bread, she know me. Got it. I'm a hustle, I've been busy. It's been a minute since my niggas done on it. Howdy, Cleveland boy, he make him pay. Yes, that Cleveland boy, he done made a way. Hey, headed for somewhere to go. Anywhere cinema. These, these niggas don't know where to go. Gotta keep giving them.